Hey everybody, welcome back to On The Set. I am your host, Kingmaker, and as always, I have Just Mobile Gamer with me. How are you doing today, bud? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, just got back from picking up my brother. Awesome. How's he doing? Good. Uh, he's doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Um, below me on the screen, since we'll just go from left to right, I have GK Jackson Neros. He is a coach for a European team called GK. Um, he's also a cracked player himself. So uh, you should go check some of his streams out. How are you doing today? Hello, thanks for having me here. I'm doing fine today. Awesome, awesome. And last but not least, we have Toki himself. He is a North American challenger, Baron Laner, um, formerly of Team Family. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, King. Thank you for inviting me to the show. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely, man. Um, the more people, like, the more pros I can get on, the better. So thank you for coming on. Uh, uh, <laughs> what we really wanted to do is we wanted to take this as an opportunity to, like, help connect the pro players, the pro scenes to any potential fans that might be out there and just kind of shed a light on people that – or you guys that might not have a light shed on you. Um, maybe maybe you not that popular on Twitter or something, or just people don't know you because Wild Rift is such a new sport. It's not got the 10-year legacy of League of Legends. So um, I am so glad that you can join us today. And today, the topic of conversation is going to be what off-meta picks work. Justin, what about you? What do you think works for off-meta? You know, honestly, I, I feel that, like, if you play the champion enough, any champion would work. Um, but I, I feel like if you're playing a team like Cloud9, like Sentinels, like Immortals, I think you have to pick some off-meta, off some cheesy picks to beat them. Honestly, like um, there's this league pro player. He he said like the only way to beat like the top world contending teams is by doing that trick, because it throws them off their game and like gives you an advantage um, because you know the matchup better. What what would you pick? Like oh. what, what character specifically? Oh well, okay. What lanes do you want? Like mid lane, I have Kaisa AP Kaisa mid. I have Soraka mid. Uh, I've been told Ramus support is pretty strong apparently, and uh, yeah, I mean I have so many champions in the back of my mind that should work in theory, but like it's not it's not competitive tested yet, so I won't say too much because I kind of want to keep it as a secret. Gotcha. Understand. Um, Jackson, what about you? Like, what do you guys prep as off meta? Well, I don't want to give secrets away, but what, what I don't do think you... I could, I could answer that. Uh, that's a good point. Sorry. I just trying to, you know, I'm thinking ahead for my team in the future when we uh, meet eventually. Um, what, what do you see off meta picks solo queue in Europe? Honestly, Solo queue Europe, any everybody just plays whatever they like to play. Like there's always gonna be picks that are you occurring very often. Top lane Camille, Darius, whatever right now, or Fiora when it's open, or people in jungle keep on spamming Kha'Zix, Leeson, whatever. But honestly, I would say solo queue everything works. I mean I played in on an account in two hundred games to Grandmaster. 400 LP with Ezreal mid lane with W max yeah. and just going AD Ezreal mid lane because you know you play AD carry that that has a safe safe mid and late game but 
even stuff like Nasus top lane, if the matchup is good, you know, if they pick Malfoy or Sint, it really just comes down to what your play style and what your idea is with your champion in the lane and in the game itself. And then you just need to execute and hope that you win. So you play uh, Ezreal mid. Have you tried Kaisa mid? Yes, I've tried Kaisa mid yesterday on stream. Actually, mm. there was one of the coaches in our team. He tweeted about the about what he believes is the best Kaiser build. And I tried it. It's quite, uh, quite nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this, you just this have to like hit the, W's. Yes, That's exactly. The biggest part. I think it's so broken and underpicked right now. All right, so I know what I'm spamming in solo queue after we get <laughs> up here. I was actually playing Kaisa jungle. Um, didn't work as well as I wanted it to, but hey. You know, uh, Toki, what about you, man? I know we were talking off stream a little bit and you were talking about Rengar top. Uh, yes, I use um, before Irelia came out because I used to be uh, Irelia one trick, right? Because that's like my most played champ on PC and um, right. Um, I used to play a lot of Rengar top and I found that it was very effective against like meta champions like Fiora. And like Renekton, just because Renekton, not Renekton, Rangar is able to jump in, in and out and able to heal back the damage he's already suffered. But the problem with him, like especially now, is because they kept nerfing him. Like let's say like his Q, his passive AD, because he was very popular in like Diamond Elo, right? He was very popular. And so they did, they just kept nerfing him and nerfing him. And then the indirect nerf to Brutal, I think that killed top lane Rangar in a bit. Because he can still win, he can still win certain matchups, but like matchups like he used to like like completely wipe isn't there anymore, and I think that basically killed Rengar top. Even though it is po- still possible if you go like tank Rengar, which I also enjoy playing, it's very fun. But like if I were to pick like a top like like a top all meta pick right now, I would have to say something like um, Garamid. Ironically enough, Garrett Mid is effective somehow. And you know why? Because I seen it, um, I believe it was during, against a C9 game. My mid laner, Cossack uh, Soul, hashtag um, twitch.com/slash um, Cossack Soul, free promotion. Um, apparently, Garen, right? Since Garen's burst comes from his silence, ignite, and ult, literally a lot of mages can't fight that. And since uh, Garen's so tanky, it has that HP regen. He can really just shake off some of the damage. Absolutely. I uh, I like taking a lot of things mid lane that probably shouldn't be. Um, Trindamir was one of my favorite, thanks to Nice. Um, definitely Garen. Like playing for a while, everybody's playing Ziggs mid lane, and Garen would just crap all over Ziggs. Um, Cinna mid lane too. Um, a lot of play. A lot of times, I'll pick her into Yasuo because Yasuo mm-hmm. thinks you can't hit her behind or hit him behind the wind wall when you definitely can. Um, yeah. I just think it's a bully champion. Lulu top lane. Someone else was talking about. Um, definitely, definitely strong. Um, I think more people. Um, I like this is like a pick for me. I think more people should try out Renekton mid. Oh yeah, because his all in potential is so high, especially with his animation counseling to ultimate. Literally, mm-hmm. you can almost zero to a hundred some mages with this yeah, ignite. It's crazy. I, I, I've actually seen a lot of uh, Renekton mid in like competitive play and in off meta. Like, not trying to say too much, but Renekton is one of the picks that like my midler plays a lot, and he considers it really strong actually. Um, so I, I, 
I wouldn't say it's off meta. I think it's actually very meta. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure how the like the competitive scene NA is, but Garen mid, Renek mid has been kinda in Europe at least for I would say a few months already. Ever yeah. since everyone realized how broken Z is. I mean, if yeah. you, even if you didn't believe in Zed, you see him Horizon Cup, he has like 90% win rate in the playoffs. You kind of have to realize, okay, you know, this champ must be kind of good. And, you know, just pick Garen into it, Renekton does fine into it. So the way I see it is just a good pick into certain matchups. Like Garen mid, I'm thinking, somebody said Garen mid against Ziggs should be good. But if I'm playing Ziggs, I just need to space properly. You know, it's yeah. something that a lot of people don't do in solo queue, I guess, but if you space properly, you know you're just playing like a free lane. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with that. Gotcha. What, real quick, what do you think of Yumi top lane, uh, Toki? Because that's actually been done before, and playing against it a couple times, it's it's fairly strong with a Garen jungle. Yeah, is is actually very strong just because the fact that like Yumi's top purpose isn't to win like the lane, it's just f just poking until level six, right? The surviving and the eaters roam. That's really what you do with Yumi top, and it's so good against certain uh, matchups. But I don't think it's good against like Renekton, in my opinion, just because even though you can do a combo and Yumi can just burst exhausted, you, you can just walk away. Like you don't need to gauge uh, gauge on it anymore. And Yumi, I would say she's viable, but you have to be coordinated with your team. You have to be coordinated. Like you can't just go to a ranked game, right? Just pick Yumi top and just auto win the lane. That doesn't happen with Yumi top. Because that's not her purpose to win the lane. Her job, like you can win the lane, but her job is mostly just to uh, get to level five, right? Just able to roam, be a second jungler, and you just, just win the game. Because you're just power farming your um, your um, jungler and your ADC. I mean, that kind of means you need to either jungle or do a Q. Or if you're solo Q, just pray that you have a decent jungler that doesn't int. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of hard if you're just solo and you just don't know the person. Yeah, solo Q would never go Yumi top. But Yumi top yeah. itself, I think, is quite broken too. Especially after the recent buff. It was completely... Yeah, that that shield buff. Oh my god, that that's just is crazy. Uh, I our mid lane on our team, like mm -hmm. even though he mainly plays mid lane, he also plays Yumi top sometimes in some of his uh, pre made ranked games, and he just every single game he gets a solo kill because like Yumi doesn't even have to run flash if she doesn't want to. Oh, I have a question for you. Um, what you um, in EU? Do you guys consider um, Akshan top? As a possibility? Uh, I mean, I guess it's possible. I've never seen it in scrims. I've played against the best, or considered best Baron laner in EU, playing Akshan in solo queue. Uh, actually, it was trio queue. I was solo, and he was trio queue with Jungla. And I don't think Akshan top is critical. Mm. Like it's more of a, I guess, OTP cheese pick in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like Akshan top is like it's very hard to trade against him once he has his passive off because literally he can just burst you down. He has mobility due to his um his auto attack resets. He, he got a shield. Yeah, it's very hard to trade against the Akshan for the most part. So uh someone in chat is asking, they want or Ice King YouTube is asking, um, how do you feel about Nunu mid? Uh Nunu Anybody? mid. 
because uh, I tried Nunu Mid when he first came out. I don't think it's the way to go because I think you get more value if you just go like tanky and you're just a jungler. Like if we go AP Nunu Mid, right? And uh, you just go in with your snowball, right? You just go in, and if you just press all, if you get CC'd, you're just done for the most part. You don't really give any value for uh, the most part. Go ahead. Nunu Mid just really sounds like you're, you're just going to always die before you can do anything. Like, AP Nunu itself, even in jungle, sounds like you're just going to always die before you can even charge up ult. Especially Nunu Mid. So, let's see. You probably have trouble against like uh, the main competitive picks. Like Zed, for example, probably just kills you level 5. Uh, even solo queue, if you play against like Dan or whatever, she basically gets like a free lane. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think the only time Nunu mid ever works is if you're playing against a mid laner that doesn't have that good of a wave clear. The, the only way I can see that Nunu mid is viable is that you will almost 100% of the time win the first scuttle fight because of the Nunu passive, and he has good, I guess, roam and gank potential, but the problem is I, I don't think he has good enough wave clear to make him actually off meta and actually strong enough to do it so i don't know if you guys played league back in the day um but there used to be old nunu before the rework he he had like an attack speed steroid so a lot of people played him support but he would often be played mid lane because every fourth attack gave him a free snowball and that snowball was ranged as opposed to the way it is now um, so people would definitely use that and would gank side lanes with it kind of like ap evelyn mid uh, Kha'Zix mid back in the day. But, um, yeah. Uh, with that being said, I want to pull in the first uh, caller. I guess that's what we'll call him. Um, Archer. Hey, Archer. What's up, man? Yo, what's up? Can you hear me? Yes. All right, cool. Thanks for having me on the show. It's, uh, Thank you for coming. I like what you're doing. It's It's cool to see people actually trying to involve the community so i'm glad is it toki your name yeah. toki yes. i'm glad you brought up rengar top because i feel that's being really slept on like if you if you go fleet footwork it's just an instant win in lane and i like that's probably like my favorite off meta pick other than that i think vagar support should be more of a thing because it the meta right now with everybody going full AP as a support, it's just like, it's just good. And it cancels out a lot of that. Like if you go Vagar support on a Brunt support, you win. Because if he tries to poke down with Event Horizon, you can spam your abilities and then your ADC kills him. And it, it, it does work. Like, 90% of the time, it's a win. I, I went from Platinum 4 to Emerald 4 with just Vagar support. It, it's very viable. Very viable. Mm. Okay, so... As a support main, um, I, I've only actually faced off against Vagar and played Vagar only, like, maybe one or two games. Um, but... I, I think... It is decent if you're playing into like 
an engage support, like someone like Alistar, um, where like yeah. your cage creates enough zone and CC to like stop him in his tracks all the time and stops him from engaging. I, I think it's something that's very hard to pull off. But if you are a Vega one trick who knows the matchup, knows the range, yeah. I, I think it actually is very possible to uh, play Vega support. Yeah, I have one question. What do you do on Vega support if your opponents Wait. run Merc Treads plus Tenacity Rune? Yeah, the, the, that's you, what I You just say, point, okay, go next, or... See, yeah, see, see the point, point of Vagar support, just intimidation. Because if a Vagar walks into a team fight, <laughs> it's like most people expect to get one shot, but they don't. And so they blow a lot of cooldowns on trying to escape Vagar. And then, you like, if you have, like, a really good, like, it, it opens up a lot of high damage mid laners and a lot of, like, if you have a lot of CC on your team, they're going to blow all their cooldowns and everything they have just trying to avoid you as Vagar and then get demolished by your team. See, I know and for so it's a really while. really more like a fake out. I know for a while, Procene was in League of Legends. Excuse me, Procene yeah. League of Legends was running Vagar support a lot. Um, I've seen it work just because the cage is so terrible to deal with. I hate Vagar yeah. because of that. Um, and I would imagine if you were playing something like you said with tenacity lower to lower that actual duration of crowd control, then it might not be so daunting. But I swear I've been like frozen inside of a Vagar cage, flashed and hit the wall on the other side, got stunned again. I swear that has happened to me. I'm not sure if it's a broken mechanic, but it's absolutely overpowered. And I think it's kind of like if you play it like Ziggs, where you control a zone as opposed to just trying to nuke a single target, you're going to have a lot of success with yeah. that. Well, like, when when have you ever actually just tried to specifically just stun one target to combo them? I mean, if you're playing Vagar mid, like, that's what you're trying to do. But, like, zoning is just way more better. Like, just trying to purposefully not stun them, but zone them. It, it's a lot more it, it, it's a lot more beneficial to your team. And that's the point of Vagar support is to just carry team fights and just put your team into a position that they can win. Mm -hmm. uh, do you not think there are better like imitation or like intimidation supports like the rash, like Blitzkrank, who oh yeah, who oh, carry yeah. like uh, if not better threat than Vagar support and see, but that's more that's that's what that that that's why it's good because if you're playing Thresh, the opponent knows the threat. Like they know to you avoid you, but it, yeah. but <laughs> with Vagar. With Vagar support, like nobody thinks it's that big of a threat. And like I learned from experience by playing it. Like people will walk up to me just thinking they can kill me, and then like they're dead in like a millisecond. Hmm. And like it, it yeah, kills like, everybody. I mean, how do you, how do you, do you want to get stacks on Vagar? I I actually played yeah, Vegas, I uh, Vega mid lane when yeah. I was like uh, this season I hit challenger this season and i thought to myself okay let's try vega mid lane maybe it works whatever and i dropped to i think 200 lp from 700 playing <laughs> vega 
Yeah. Well, um, like think good about... KDA, good gold per minute, yeah. but just bad win rate because it's. <laughs> Wait, can I yeah. say something about this? Yeah. Um, I like I like the idea, right? But my problem yeah. with that, like, I think he's better off by Garbotling as a support. My only reason why is because he is so slow when it comes to uh, like even trying to put up the cage. Like, you need some assistance. Like, you're not gonna yeah. get a that, solo, like, especially high low. Yeah, like you're not gonna like, especially in high elo, you're not gonna get like a single person in the cage without like at least a slow or something. That's what I yeah. think. Like that's why I was like having fun, like making some teams. Like for example, like you know how Senna Nasus used to be popular before. How about some yeah. Vagar Nasus du- um, duo? Stacking yeah. team. <laughs> that sort that's of sounds point. like a bad idea. Right. <laughs> my my personal opinion on Vega is just that he's bad. Like, doesn't yeah. scale nearly as fast <laughs> enough as he does on PC. Yeah. Like, if you just look at the the amount of stacks he gets at a certain uh, time threshold compared to PC, yeah. like, he's just way stronger on PC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, about the stack thing, when you're playing Vagar support, you don't... Your, your, your strategy isn't to kill people. It's just to poke and zone people off in team. It's so easy to get objectives because you can just zone them away from the drake or the herald or the baron and it it's less about getting kills and more just utility and like that's all you are as vagar support you're just a utility then who do you ban as vagar support then uh like what do you consider like the worst the worst matchup uh usually i don't ban any other supports i just ban someone like vane or someone or an adc that can get up close to me really fast wouldn't you want like a uh, Vayne because she's very like, yeah she has like she's weak. Short, she's short range she has she has short range but that's the thing with Vagar like in the early game you can't one shot anybody and if they get close you're dead and can a lot you one shot time... anybody in late game it just sounds you like you don't can. get any stacks yeah, yeah. it it, it feels like the idea doesn't feel like it but it like you get just about as much stacks as you do just playing mid. And so, like, you can still one-shot people in the late game and all like that, but in the late, it's just slower stacking. It's just a little slower. And so, when you're in lane, if they can get up close to you, especially if your ADC sucks and they just, like, don't help at all, like, if they get close to you, you're dead because Vagar has no escape. Like, even if you have a flash, it, it's, it's really hard. And so, like, yeah. matchups like Vayne, or, like, if you want to ban a support, like, ban Thresh, uh, Blitzcrank, like, anybody that can get pull you in or get to you fast is, is a bad matchup for it. Honestly, um, like, I wouldn't even ban Thresh. I think I would just ban Blitzcrank, worst of all, just because I always Blitzcrank, Blitzcrank could, yeah, like, no matter what. could just hook you. But, like, yeah. like, uh, like uh, Jackson said before, that his stacking is very bad in Wild Rift compared to PC League. It is, and I don't it think is. I don't think um, support Vigar um, is viable just because that in mid lane you also you also kill enemies with um, your abilities, right? I guess yeah. you also stacks, correct? Well, and if you're forfeiting, is, the reason the reason it works like it works just as good at in a mid, like support as mid because you have two different champions that you can poke. And most of the time, they're not going to know how to deal with a Vagar because not used to playing against a Vagar. And so you can usually poke them and get like 10 stacks a minute. 
as support, which I mean that's that's good. Like even if you're playing mid, like that's that's pretty decent. Mm, uh, yeah, I'm still not uh, like I'm not sold <laughs> about the idea. <laughs> like I understand your logic. I understand. I understand. That, but I understand. Like you, you. It's really something you have to try before before like just thinking like like thinking it sucks or not. Because like I did yeah. too. Because like I had a friend who did it, and that's why I tried it. Because he said it was good, and I was like, no, it's really not. But then I tried it, and I got like twenty wins in a row with like just 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 like playing just like i wasn't even trying to do something specific i was just playing vagar um, okay just, i'll i'll try it out because i yeah. Yeah, i'm still not sold just because how i'm now, just viewing it like my high elo perspective like i'm, I'm still not sold on it yeah 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 well like i'm just a diamond player and so like it works there i don't know if it would work in higher elo but if you do want something that probably will work it do a uh, ASL support. Okay, I think that's, that's just too hard. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. But it no, works. I, I don't know why it works, but it works. I, I think I mean, I, I would honestly play like Fresh into it. I guess Rakan is yeah uh, anything PC Any countered to yeah. by Vega because of Cage. Like, but even though even Wadriff, I'll probably still pick. Rakan confidently into it. Rakan yeah. first, you know, anything, anything, because yeah. you're not gonna get a lot of support. So on support. There, there's so many counters to it, but like if you pick it in the right matchup, which would like I would say like the right matchup would be like maybe like an enchanter like Lulu or someone like that who doesn't have a lot of CC, because like if you don't get caught out, like that's the only thing, and then. Mm. Like you're really close to the dragon, you can rotate to mid all the time. It's just it's just really good, like in my opinion. So that's what I was that's what I was thinking. We're we're not giving it the ability to roam, right? So it yeah. Aurelian Soul is probably the best roamer in the game. Yeah. Um, so I I don't want to say that it won't work. I will actually go and try it. I like Aurelian Soul, and I will yeah. go play him support, and I will report back next week what we find out. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you now that it would not be a good uh, report. Uh, I will the only <laughs> report you'll get is from the lead client, yeah. and probably will get banned. What really? Uh, what really works? <laughs> 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 what What really works? It, it's kind of iffy it's an iffy strategy since uh senna's nerf but you if you play fasting senna with uh aurelian support like it's so annoying because you clear you basically aurelian clears the wave so so it basically be senna support with aurelian bot or like whatever however you want to say it but like you just clear the wave and then you back and come back and that like you don't even need to back because you can just step back and then use Senna's uh, Wraith form to get a bigger star without even having to, like, back. And it works so well because most of the time you can clear the wave and then retreat, and then they'll try to push forward, and then you just come back with a humongous star and they can't escape. I wonder... Um... 
would the wraith form hide the star since it i don't think it it does i don't think it does because when when i tried it with my friend every time i played the star i'd go out of wraith mode but i'd still have the movement boost gotcha okay Okay. well then all right um i appreciate you coming on i guess if you're good we'll uh head to the next person um i'll bring potato in yeah thank you try try those try those I'll, I'll try the like, Aurelian. That's, that's the whole. That's the whole point. Like, I'm not giving <laughs> you things that I know are good. I'm I'm just giving you things that I think are fun to play. Gotcha. I will play Aurelian Soul, just if, yeah. Justin. If you play Vigar <laughs> on stage, uh, on stage. Uh, you know, I, I'm actually trying to win my tournaments. Uh, I'm not trying to throw them. Trust me. Just build. Just build a Winter's approach. Spam your spells and teams team fights, and and you're good. You're good. Just zone people. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll let Jackson <laughs> or Toki try before I do. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't want to throw my. Uh, like I said, I already tried Vega mid lane, and I also tried Tank Vega, so I'm already biased. Yeah. They they they're intimidating. They're inti- they're really intimidating picks. But I swear, when you try them, they are so much fun. They are so rewarding, and it's it, it's it's just amazing to see people's reactions too. Like whenever I play Aurelian, uh, as a support, my entire team flames me. But then I carry the match, and <laughs> they're like, "Okay, okay, now we gotta try this." We're gonna we're yeah, gonna do all, a queue that's after all this. I got. We're gonna do a queue after this. Yes. Thanks for coming, all man. Yes. Uh, Thanks for having. So, uh, back to us for just wanted to say, if anybody wants to come and join the Discord server, the link will be down in the description. Justin has his Discord server going. And there is a really popular server out there called Wild Rifty. Um, It's ran by Lou. She is awesome. Uh, I will link that in the description as well. So, I just wanted to shout out some people there. Um, If you're good, Azure, I'll bring on Potato next. Um, and pull him in here. Potato, what's up? I don't know if you can hear us. Yeah, I can. Hello, guys. Uh, hello, hello. Two heads up. Uh, I'm from Europe, so English is, my, is not my native language. Uh, and I'm really shy, but I might turn on my camera a bit later. Um, so, yeah. Hello, guys. What's up? Hello. What's what up? is your uh, meta pick? Uh, my off meta pick or meta pick? Uh, off meta, I guess that's what the title <laughs> says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so, so, so like, uh, okay, I'll turn on the I'll turn on the camera. Like it's awkward without camera actually. Um, yeah. So my like, I just want to say that recently, like by recently, I mean in the last two days, I saw Kaisa jungle twice in high elo. Oh, uh, Wakailo, never mind. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> one, yeah. And the thing is that both times it worked, like, really, really well. Uh, and I was, like, trying to think why. And, like, the idea I got, why should it, like, why, why is it working, is that basically we don't really have a lot of ranged jungles, if you have any, actually. Like, I, I didn't really give a thought about it, but... Uh, and I, I do think that, like, any jungler main will probably agree with me that if you, like, want to do a productive gang, you want to have, like, usually you want to have red 
you know when you are doing it because like since the, the okay hello kitty uh since the the lane is you know so short uh i think it's really easy you know to just apply the slow on the target and it's like uh pretty much uh one shot you know fucking situation i'm sorry for the swear word um <laughs> please um so yeah uh and you know when you are range champion like applying that slow with the red uh, from the red buff is even easier um so i think that's why it works and i i had like the idea about you know kindred on pc league um and i think kaisa kind of shares a few similarities with that uh because like kindred i believe with her q skill has you know some sort of gap closer for Kaisa, it would be probably E skill, uh, you know, the speed up uh, the attack speed. So, like, if you just run into the lane, um, you know, sped up, up uh, start blasting with increased attack speed, um, applying red, it's really easy to catch up for you know, for, for your laner. So, I think that's why it works. And also, when you think about the when you think about the <laughs> when you think about the jungle clear, uh, it's also quite fast, I'd say, uh, with our passive. So I want to hear uh, you know hear some opinions from you guys about that. Um, so I was actually playing um, Kaisa jungle the other day. Um, I thought the clear was a little bit slow on the initial clear, but thinking about it, if you are able to have a laner be able to tag somebody with crowd control, you can join that fight from two screens away, pretty much, on Kai'Sa. So it's it's almost like an instant uh, person being there. It's like a twisted fate, in a sense. Um, I actually think it's really strong, but where would you actually pick her? I, know, I don't know if, Justin, you were on the team at the time when we scrimped Cloud9 and Tarzan played... Uh, Ezreal jungle? Yes, and I was there. Shit all over us? Um, uh, we don't talk about it. it was, yeah. Yes, if, if you're from <laughs> EU and like, you know, I know on Twitter there's been like some beef going on a few months ago from NA versus EU and whatever. But, you know, just listening to Ezreal jungle, how does he want to clear Raptors? You know, he just sits there for like 10 ages or what? <laughs> I don't know how they did it. They just did it. But, um... Like, Ezra Jungle on PC was relying on different different stuff that I don't think works in Wild Drift. How do you feel about Kaisa Jungle? I mean, her her clear speed, like first clear, like you, like you said, I don't think her first clear is that great because I'm thinking, like, what pathing do you go? Her passive helps you with first buff, so if you start red, go red Raptors, and you're kind of slow on Raptors, I think. Um, uh, I'd say... I'd say in that case, you just skip Raptors, no? Uh, like, about the slow clearing speed, like, for now, like, at this moment, I like, Fiora jungle is probably more meta than Fiora top lane. And we first saw that in, uh, I'm not sure, in Korean scene or what, but, like, it, you know, we saw Fiora jungle, it was, like, a surprise for everyone. Like, now, in Europe, Fiora is pretty much 100% banner pick, uh, and, like, Usually, uh, she goes jungle. Uh, and she also, you could say, has quite a slow, you know, jungle clear. Um, and, that, like, for example, Ezreal, in that case, would probably rely on the uh, his passive. Like, if he keeps spamming, you know, skills, especially with blue buff, with some cooldown reduction, like, he can really stack up, uh, 
you know, his, pa his passive and just, you know, just blast with auto attacks, basically. Um, and actually, just right now, I actually remembered um, about the Darkbreaker, the, the really popular YouTuber and streamer. I'm pretty sure he went, like, a few months ago, like, he was blasting as real jungle and he found a lot of success. And the thing is, what he did, uh, I and others followed him also, I think it was that he just, uh, like, ignores Mana Moon and the whole mana stacking for a while and he just rushes uh, Blade of the Ruin King, I believe. So, like, you really capitalize on attack speed and then, you know, with smite, uh, with smite buffs for the jungle uh, monster damage, like, you just blast everyone with both attacks and with really high attack speed. I think it was something like that. Uh, okay, so from what I remember, uh, uh, from the scrum from versus Cloud9 when Tarzan played Ezreal Jungle, I think he started blue buff and then rotated down to red, took Krugs, and then got... They had also a really strong 2v2 bot lane where they just... He just sat bot lane, pushed the wave in, and then rotated or forced the three men rotate towards top side and then played like around lane and took lane experience where he just got too far ahead to the point where like our jungler just got too far behind and then um which made it work because that red buff with Ezreal uh actually makes ganks really easy with the slow and I I don't know why it worked but like they just made it work and I, I don't know if that's because we were worse at the time but my experience with Ezreal Jungle that it's actually viable in a sense, uh, but I don't know about Kaisa Jungle to be honest. I, I think Kaisa Jungle is a bit pushing it just because that, and she doesn't have that um, dive or initiation that Ezreal can just E in, um, I guess. Although she does have her ultimate, um, I, I don't think Kaisa uh, Jungle is. I mean, good. to me, like honestly, Kaisa just sounds like a better version of Ezreal Jungle, though. No? I yeah. think like, it jungler sounds well, in general. So the the problem I have with ranged junglers is how do you want to clear um, Crux reliably? How do you want to clear Raptors and Wolves? So yeah, you just have so, like the melee is so when let's say you play Javan or whatever, you clear red buff, you EQ you, you EQ the Raptors whatever, and the small Raptors all die relatively quickly because of your uh, AOE auto attack splash damage. But on range champions, you even on Kaiser, you know, you can queue maybe once or twice before you finish the camp, maybe three times. And I'm not sure if it just kills the small raptors. And even if you have enough like passive procs on the big raptor, you're still stuck auto attacking each of the small raptors like multiple times. So I will I will personally say because I actually did a jungle pathing clearing guide as Kaisa, so it's on my YouTube channel. But I started red. I went to Krugs next. Um, normally, with most champions, I can clear raids in time for first Scuttle Crab. I could not, so Scuttle Crab had about a three or four second spawn on it. Um, so, like I said, it's it's slow. But I would imagine you would pick it in a composition where maybe maybe you have an AP carry bot lane and you need some AD damage. That might work. I don't know. I'm not the professional here. You guys are the professionals, so I'm just gonna shut up. I mean, I'm just gonna say Kaiser Jungle is kind of like bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, so is Ezreal Jungle. Like, even if you talk composition wise, 
um, you kind of want to have an engage on most of your compositions. You know, you kind of want like frontliners, otherwise you're just going to get screwed by RETF, whatever, like any CC. And if you don't have, or if you're playing squishy mid, squishy uh, AD carry, top laner some like bruiser or whatever, and then you have like super squishy ranged jungle, kind of makes hard makes it hard for the bruiser to like either engage and get some follow-up because you have three ranged people potentially. They just sit behind him. And yeah, like clear speed, everything. I guess it makes some sense on paper, but if you just compare it to like, I don't know, Lee Sin, Kha'Zix, Fiora, whatever. I think it's um, quite clear that's just a bit suspicious. Yeah. Like what Jackson said, I think personally, I don't think it's because it's strong. It's because they got ahead. That's my opinion because in theory, it doesn't really work just because, sure, you can go, um, like, let's say Kaisa Jungle, right? But uh, ADC, they scale over time. They don't, like, like if you just pump gold into it, yeah, they're going to carry. But, like, over time, just by themselves, they're not going to do, like, like, the same as, like, a Lee Sin, right? They're not going to do the same as, like, a Kha'Zix or whatever, right? And I think it's very dependent on the communication of the team. That's like that's my opinion on so how you, like what was up. Do you think that you could you know because we we're kind of talked about this, do you think you could set up a funnel strategy with an eighty carry? Because I mean I've seen Vayne work. We've seen Tarzan play Vayne before um, in the jungle. I think he played it on the main stage. Can you set up a funnel strategy like you would with Master Yi with an eighty carry jungler? I mean, why would you pick anything over Master or Jax or Yasuo in that case then? Why would you pick a ranged one? If because Yasuo just scales, scales faster, you know, if you're going to final him, you just play, I don't know, Yumi, Lulu, whatever. You just play Yasuo, who just scales better than Kai'Sa. Um, I think better. I understand why they would pick Vayne, just because Vayne, like, I, I think in my opinion, Vayne's the best kiting ADC, and that's just my opinion, just because of how much uh, mobility she can have, how she can just pop in and out and just burst people with her passive, and I that's what true, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's what, yeah, they, I think that's why they choose that. Yeah, so like let's say Massey, right? This comes like out for strikes, and if a vein ults and this cues just walks around invisible, Massey can't do anything. And if he gets stunned, he's just dead. He's literally just dead. If the vein has items, so I think that's why Tarzan, and that's why like all these people are picking, um, like for example, Vayne, right? I think it's only Tarzan who picked Vayne Jungle, right? But like for the most part, I don't think it should be viable. But hey, if you want to make a funnel strat, you could, but it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work in my opinion. Just because of how the composition works. Okay, like I, I, I about the funnel composition. Like I, I have this idea. Like for example, if composition calls for like specific AP carry champion and dragon lane, but also like you see a really good opportunity to just abuse Yumi for some reason. Like I don't have like the full composition and, and draft in my mind, but like in that case, you could just leave you know leave clearing AP carry in dragon lane, and you can help. Uh, AD carry jungle funnel in that in that way uh but they also yeah uh, as i saw in the uh, chat uh final composition for graves like in that case graves or even you know same jacks mastery as you mentioned like would work just as well so yeah i would just say that you know ad carry jungle is not actually really that viable in that case uh, but i really like the king's maker uh you know as he said like with a good cc in the lane 
you can really just come out and come in in the lane, you know, with uh, Kaisers, for, exa for example, Kaisers Ultimate, uh, you know, similarly to like Twisted Face Ultimate. So like it's a really like explosive, you know, you know, appearance and high burst, especially if it applies, you know, uh, because it also applies Kaisers tags on the target. Gotcha. Um, so I guess, do you, did you have anything else, Potato? Yeah, uh, because of the chat, uh, somebody mentioned Ash support, yeah? Um, we actually did that in the scrim. We also copied it uh, from Asia scene. Uh, but we did in the scrim uh, the composition with R mid lane, Y jungle, and Ash support. Uh, we didn't have a lot of items like we do now. Uh, but what we did back then, uh, the build looked like Black Cleaver into oh, I know Soul Stealer or something. I don't, I don't remember that item. Like I think that item should be removed from the game. Uh, but the thing is that like with two items and the right runes, you had twenty seconds Ash cooldown, and with Vi in the jungle and R in the mid lane, uh, like we were just picking champions left and right like every twenty seconds. Uh, so it really helped us, you know just snowball in the early game, so I think Ash support is actually quite a good uh, off-meta pick, especially now, uh, since we have Font of Life rune. Back then, we didn't do, we didn't have that, but now we do, so it's also like really good and uh, you know helpful in the lane. Alright, uh, so I'm going to start picking Ash. Yeah, I think in a pick comp, Ash can be very good. Uh, my only worry is that if you guys aren't able to get picks and aren't like kind of ahead in lane, then it kind of like falls off in a sense, and if the ADC is good enough, she shouldn't ever be hit with Ash ultimate, uh, especially if she has QSS. So, I don't know, I, I think Ash support is okay, but I feel like it's like a, maybe like a C tier or like even a D tier uh, type of support. Yeah, but but the yeah. thing the thing was that like we were not going for picks in the dragon lane. Like we were looking for picks in top lane, uh, you know, because, you know, we, it was basically just across the map snipes. Uh, and like right now, especially when like roaming supports are in meta, like roaming with Ash, you know, I think it's even easier to actually go for those picks. So, yeah, and, and as I said, like you have Vi jungle and Ari mid lane, so it's like really easy to pile on the person. I have I have a question. It's kind of on the topic because it's Ash. But do any of you feel like it's easier to just fire her arrow and not look and hit it than it is to actually try to control the damn thing? I can never hit it when I control the arrow. I don't know what it is. You should no, control it. You, you should control yeah, yeah. it. You should control it. <laughs> Controlling <laughs> is just <laughs> I don't know. I just can't do it. Uh, this this um, is probably why I'm platinum. Yeah. Wait, I have a new topic. Hold up. Um, I don't know if you guys are interested, but um, in the NA scene, Sentinel is the only team that I know that has done this. Shout out to Sen Rest. And he has been playing a lot of TF-ADC. And I can't wrap my head around how is that viable. Like, I don't understand. Like, I get it because if you just build AD, right, you can just get the cards, the third passive, right? And you can just TP, get free cards, right? But, like, how is that, like, viable against other ADCs? No, I, I think the idea just revolves, uh, revolves around his E attack speed buff. You know, it's, I think, 50% or whatever. And they changed it to flatten all levels, I think, a few patches ago. So you just play, like, I don't know, 
what people go like i've seen people in solo queue go borg wits end or whatever so you play like attack speed on hit tf but um yeah his mobility is kind of bad but i guess in solo queue it works for sure like you just gold card people you play like aptf with your utility but you have more dps and you get a lot more gold than you would usually get on ad carries because of his passive hmm. Hmm. got it okay um well, I guess with there, we'll drop Potato off and bring in the last one. By the way, if anybody has an extra Twitch account, um, go follow Potato on Twitch. He's like a couple subs off from being partnered. He is a pro player. I think he's – are you still playing pro or are you looking for a team? I'd say it's 50-50 situation right now. I'm actively looking for a team, uh, but I'm subbing in for one at this, mo at this, po uh, at this moment. Gotcha. And he coaches on Pro Guides, so go look him up there. Um, he's got a lot of good reviews. I think he's got 11 reviews, and all of them are five-star. Um, so I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Yes, sir. See ya. See ya. See ya. All right, back to four. Someone said something about Shivana middle kind of slaps. What do you guys think about that? Oh, no. <laughs> like, how do you even last it? Honestly, the E cooldown doesn't get reduced if you max E. And I, oh, I say God. that as a Shivana, you know, I was top 10 Shivana on this server playing her jungle. Wait, I have a question. With that mid-pick, is it AP Shivana, Elise? Or is it just like AD, this bruiser, Shivana? Someone's saying that was a joke. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Him. oh okay. Well, one oh, of my, my viewers are saying, Ramus support slaps cheeks. Uh, I, I want your guys' thoughts on uh, Ramus support now. I, I literally, I... I can't see it. Like I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I understand the premise of it because you're basically playing lockdown. But you, you're bet you're better off pay, um, picking Galio, in my opinion, than this Ram support because you got to go all the way around the minion just to get to the target, right? No, it's another, another joke, guys. <laughs> I think we're getting like clowns in chat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's my fault. I set up the atmosphere as a fun environment instead of a serious debate and conversation. So I apologize. No, um, it's fine. It's fine. I just find it funny. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I could see a world where Ramus support works. You know, you run uh, Aftershock, you run the Righteous Glory enchant, and you just, like, are running down the aid carry over and over, and you're just stalling her out, like, if it's a Caitlyn ADC into Ramus, it's almost impossible to play because she doesn't do enough damage to kill him, and it's like stalling so much time for your team. But I mean, but then after that, what do you do? Like, you can just go in, right? You can let's just say hypothetically, just, you can knock. Yeah, you just, just knock them. Over, like, I mean, I yeah. <laughs> Why would yeah, you play Ramus support when you have to like roll around the whole wave to get to your opponent when you have like champions that just gap close immediately, like Rakan, Thresh, whatever? Yeah, he does have good roam potential, though. Like, I, I mean, good ganks. I mean, yeah, yeah that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, he does have, <laughs> like, let's say um, you go, like, Dead Man's play first item, Ghost uh, Ramus, right? And you just run from bot lane all the way to mid lane. Yeah, it, yeah, it can make sense. But I think you just waste too much resources just to get a single, like, taunt or something like that. Because you got to go all the way around, right? Into the enemy's minion wave, whatever, right? And just to get one taunt, right? And if they just flash, you just did that for nothing. I mean, it sounds good. Like that idea sounds good on paper, but no, nah, I don't. I don't think it's good. I think you might as well just go Galio if you want to taunt support. Yeah, Galio just sounds like a better version. All right. Um, real quick, 
because this is like a this is actually legitimate. Um, Tristana mid, how do you guys feel about Tristana mid? My... Like playable, very playable. Yeah, yeah. If not very... just good, if you're good on Tristana, you know, you just scale to late game. You know her trading pattern, like her one v one surprisingly strong, even on side lanes. If you just have like uh, E, you would go probably like uh, EF sword into static shift and then finish IE, like you would on ADK too. You just scale, and if you play like good late game, good positioning, I think you just carry the game. It's just like Ezreal, like my Ezreal pick, I would assume. Gotcha. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's is very good. I don't, I'm not gonna say like jump the gun, right? Say if it's super good, but it sounds good on paper just on how Tristana works. And if you know how to play her, yeah, I think it can work mid lane. Side lanes, um, like top lane, I think it can also work since um, range matchups, um, against melee, they have to respect the range. Most of the time, right? So I can see it. How I can see it working, just because of how Chasana's kit works. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, no, I I've played against one before, and it it hurt pretty bad. So I mean, she's been picked a lot. Well, I don't want to say a lot recently, but in the past, she's been picked on League of Legends. Um, I did play Aurelian Soul into a Tristana mid lane, and uh, early I got absolutely destroyed. Um, so I guess it is viable or I'm just bad, but this was smurfing. So it's pro probably just bad. So, um, all right. Nice. With that being said, let's pull in, I guess our last guest, unless anybody else wants to join us. Um, Azure demon. What's up, man? Ah, uh, let me kick you out of discord just in case Disconnect. hello how about this now can you guys hear me there we go yeah i yeah, just had to kick you out of discord that's something man all right so i just wanted to touch on uh what you guys were saying about like the kaisa jungle i think mm -hmm. that the the big point of the off meta picks is that they're kind of unexpected and Obviously, the higher level of play that you get, you should be able to know how to play against most things. But like with Kaisa, the mobility she gets from her third ability, you can outplay a lot of junglers. And obviously, if you're getting like invaded early and and their um, you know higher level of play, it can make you pretty useless but if they do get ahead which is kind of the point of the off meta picks like if you're really good at that champion and you can pull it off it can work that doesn't mean that there's not something that's more consistent and safe i agree i do agree I, um i want to point out one of the comments somebody said navi top laner plays soraka top Oh, Soraka. Um. Okay, Look, yeah, it's, I, it's been I, done. I can vouch for, yeah, I, I can I vouch played for with that. V, I, like, I, I played a tournament with him, and he was picking like Darius, Renekton, Camille, whatever. So he wasn't playing Soraka top. And I'm also not sure if he actually played Soraka top or Soraka support. I do know that he spammed a lot of Soraka, though. Yeah, yeah I can vouch for Soraka top because I have faced a Soraka top before. And it's like, as a Renekton, it's very fucking annoying. Like her, um, her like basically, she, like she pressures you a lot, and you can't really do anything because if you like jump on her, she can just put her silence field on top of herself. So let's say you try to like say E W, right? 
and you W before that, yeah, you can do that, but you can't get out. So she can just out trade you if you try to all in her. And I think it's actually a sleeper good pick, actually. Yeah. I, I agree with like what everyone's saying, honestly. Um, I haven't played much of Soraka top lane or support. The only time I've actually played her is in the mid lane where I, I face off against like Renekton and like all these like bully mid laners and somehow like I out trade them most of the time. Um, and it's weird because I, I think it only works if you have a really strong uh, like jungler like Olaf or like a Xin Zhao where like they're tanky and like bruisery enough for like you can heal them and just keep on fighting over and over. And you actually win almost 90% of the scuttle fights as long as they don't jump on top of you. It, it's a strong pick. I probably shouldn't say this, but like, I think in the next coming qualifiers, it's it's a pick that we might pick up. So, so you know, just just watch out and get ready for it. I mean, I got to text Bonsai right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So uh, um... NA is gonna get flamed even more. You already, guys already got flamed for Corky Black Cleaver. If you go Soraka top in <laughs> in a serious game and like say, oh, if if they don't jump on me, then like. It's a good pick, you know, but like least hit exists and everything. So what what happens if you get wild. what happens if you pick Soraka top with Black Cleaver? I don't know. Uh, I think Twitter would explode. All right. <laughs> so bamble? we know what we know what you guys need to do. Soraka top, Black Cleaver. I'm counting on you, Toki. I have a quick question for for Jackson. How how far? Yeah. Or do do you think there's a huge gap between North America and Europe right now in competitive scene? I mean, I I've worked before and I'm working with the ex coach of Tribe during Horizon Cup. Yeah, like Lesox, and I've watched also some NA games. Like I've watched 16 bit games. I've watched the um, Cloud Nine games. a big question <laughs> i don't want to be too rude but okay eu is also not super mechanically good honestly like there's a lot of room to improve on but like na you also saw it at horizon cup they just get lose every single fight against the good teams korea's uh, southeast asia and china teams and just by looking from the play i think not a lot has changed since horizon cup i i think there's a big gap right so like eu's here NA's like up here, so there's definitely a big gap. Um, well, I think you you reverted the your scale. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I was <laughs> I was using standard, not metric. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what you NA people use. You know, like you use your feet as as measurement or something. You're absolutely right. Um, Azure, did, did Demon? Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about off meta? Uh, I want to talk about my. Uh, I, I've got an off meta pick. Yes. It, it's it. I don't think it's viable in high elo. I haven't tested it yet, but I've been really liking the Singe jungle. Oh, I've tried it. Hmm. I, I've actually played Singe a lot in all my like Master Smurf uh, before Leandris got nerfed. It's like a decent champion like you uh the way you play it is you you can even take champion right so you go ignite ignite flash or whatever you shove level one and then but not so hard that it goes on a turret you shove uh 
you like slowly push level one to get level two, and then you cheese him with like QE and ignites. Because like yeah, but I'm going ghost ignite in the jungle. Yeah, the, the problem I had with Singe in the jungle is that he just clears really slow, even if you're ahead. Uh, start wraiths and then go red krugs. You have a timer where you can take the scuttle crab, possibly invade if the enemies are like slow. You could catch the enemy at their blue buff, and your your smite will be up for that. So you could wrap around with ghost and potentially steal, or take scuttle back, do wolves and blue in your level five with uh, everything ready to either gank or keep pressing. It's kind of a niche pick. But so it... I see I see two problems with it. So the first path is what you said. You go rap okay, Raptor Star is not true. Raptor Star is actually legit. Raptors yeah. red crux into Scuttle, and then you say you could invade. But like that works on every champion that clears half decent, right? So Javan yeah. does this with like, I don't know, 10 seconds to spare or something. Leeson does this also before Scuttle spawn. Like uh Camille does this with five or ten seconds to spare. Jax, who has a quite slow first clear, even does this on time. Like, I guess you kind of have to assume that people don't arrive at Scuttle at minute two in solo queue, depending on like, what your elo is. So, yeah. the second point was, I think if you want to full clear to level five, it makes more sense to start Crux ra red into Raptors, because then you can immediately walk to Wolves, blue buff, uh, Grump. Because yeah. that's what um, Nova did in the first WRL when they played Kill Jungle. So they would do the opposite. They start Kill Jungle, Grom, Blue, uh, Wolves, and they just full clear like Raptors, Red, uh, Crux, reset, and then do it again. I haven't tested that out. I uh, I found that Wraiths race into Red, you clear pretty healthily, and then you can rotate from Krugs and then either look to invade or go for the scuttle, but. I'll uh I'll try that. Awesome. Um yeah, no, and uh Azure's working on a uh series on YouTube mm. called uh what is it? I blanking on it. So fast it's toxic. So fast it's toxic, <laughs> where he's just spamming singe jungle all the way. So check it out. Um I guess with that being said, we're up on an hour. Um some honorable mentions that I forgot. Um Evelyn Mid. Uh this way you can roam to side lanes invisibly um evelyn bot lane support um this way you can roam to mid lane invisibly uh evelyn also top lane to counter set i'm not sure if that's true i'm just making stuff up at this point uh, <laughs> so uh with that being said um do you guys want to wrap the show up here well grace graves adc i've seen this one pop up quite a bit graves adc what do you think go Bad. bad. Yes, <laughs> also bad, yes. <laughs> um, never, never seen it, support. But this is insanely good or logical to me. But old grace, old grace before the reload was fine, but um that was like season four league PC. So Yeah, um, I, I don't even know the new Grace, by the way. Didn't even know him before I started Raul Drift. So I still remember the old Grace where you could play him as AD carry. But yeah, new one, yeah. I don't know, his attack ring is kind of slow. Kind of yeah, the, yeah, the new one, yeah, no. 
what? just because how short like like Gracie, you basically have to go in into them, right? Because you got to safe stacks on your um, yeah your grit. You just ha- you have to basically play like a close bruiser just to make make it like um use all of all your damage because your your auto attacks are like a shotgun pellets, right? Mm. And the closer you are, the more damage you do. If I remember correctly, I'm not sure on the graves because I haven't touched that champion a lot. Need but to I hit more know, of it, but yeah, it makes what what you said is essentially correct. Yeah. Yeah, so you basically have to play almost melee range in order to maximize your damage. And with 80 carries, you just have to just go back and kite and just poke them the back up. That's why I think it's horrible. Toki, one last one for you. Zin top. Zin Zhao top. Oh, my God. You know, for some reason, like, I have seen people inside the C9 in-house. They've been trying. Like, I know this one guy has been trying Zin Zhao top. My opinion is that that I think it's actually end, in my opinion. I think it's actually like I can see it because it does surprisingly like hurt. But if you just if you don't got a lead, then you just you just do like like tempo, like real fast. Like you can cheese like let's say level two, level three, just because how mm-hmm. Zhao works. But if the top leaner is smart and doesn't challenge you and plays around your W, however like that, right? Literally, Xinjiang was nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had one more question for uh, Toki. What's up? Uh, so, you know, we, we faced off in the Fight Night tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. My top laner is asking, like, what wh- what was it like to play against him? And, like, what could he have done to, like, like do better if, if there was anything else? What game was that? Did... Sorry. <laughs> What what, what playing, was it playing? You were playing Jason to Darius. Jason to Darius. Um, if you're trying to maximize, like, let's say you're playing Darius, right? You're trying to like against Jace. It's very hard to like fight him before level five, be- just because of how Jace works, and he's basically just poke poke. You try to trade, he just dumps his whole combo into you and just like knocks you away and tries to run. That's mostly how Jace works. So if you're trying to improve and you're playing Darius, honestly, just let the Jace try to push the wave. If not, then um, basically you have to, what you have to do is just literally just go in for farm and just back off because you're going to heal off from fleet footwork and um, and um, second win. Don't try to engage on the Jace. Let the Jace engage onto you because he needs to engage, engage onto you from melee range, right? He can't just walk up and just range you. Because literally, he just loses a lot of value if he does that. So, and just be patient. Because it's not about just like instead like killing the top laner, right? And winning the lane. It's about surviving, survival. I saw that game and I was watching the replay back. And I think Darius was like six and one at this point. And I don't know if you got mad, Toki, but you just said not today. And you just jumped on this dude and you killed him. And that's scary yeah. to do. As a, uh, I guess a six and one Darius. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah, but like, um, yeah, the reason why because some, yeah, because if you know your champion's strength, right, and you absolutely know if you can just kill him or not. Yeah, you can anything's possible if you know your champion. And I don't, I don't remember if I killed him or not. I don't. You remember. did. I you did. It was number. close. It was close. Like it was. He was six and yeah, one. So I mean, it was scary. Yeah, he was like 30 HP and then hitting your tower, and then you're just like wailing on him the whole time. 
and then and then you finally like we're so close to kill him and then like it, it, everyone's just, like one hp and then you like auto attack him and then like you barely get away with it it was crazy yeah yeah um yeah like i said if you know your champion right if you know your champion and what they can do and oh sorry well sorry someone's trying to give me a call we can be right back yep um, i think the main points in the matchup he already pointed out so you run fleet if you think you can't play the lane and against jace it could be really hard you play fleet you play second wind uh every time you auto attacks you, you just like walk back uh let him take mini aggro and then let him slow push with the mini aggro so like if he leashes i guess you can shove wave one and then let waves two and three slow push into you and hope that the jungler doesn't dive you and otherwise you know just like always farm in the turret you know you're just fine with second wind and fleet mm -hmm. okay okay got it gotcha. i'm not sure if techie's back yet yeah okay i'm hello Can you hear oh me? welcome yep welcome back yeah so, um what was saying oh yes um if you know your champion and you're knowing your limits and is basically is basically you gotta analyze the situation and you, if you're able to um know and you feel confident enough to do it then go for it but just don't just don't be overconfident that's like my like tip because you don't want to go in and then you just completely forgot there's another team on the other team and then oh you just got ganked by a jungler or something like that <laughs> Awesome. All right. So real quick, I'm just going to drop Azure. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, and I, I just wanted, I didn't want it to go too long. I know it's late for you guys in Europe. So um, real quick, do y'all want to plug social medias? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, wait, let me find the... I have a link tree with everything everything there so that you have everything at one spot and also I don't have to I'll send you on Discord so you can send it here. Okay. Toki, do you have anybody yeah. do you have anywhere that you want people to follow you at? I know uh, I know we followed each other now on Twitter, um, which yeah. I still haven't figured out to you how to use. So um, I can just give my Twitter because I'm actually considering starting to stream soon. Okay. Not right now, but like coming up in the future, I'm planning on streaming. So I can just give my Twitter right now. Okay. If you like. Yeah, if you type it in the private chat, I will put it in my chat. But um, yeah, no, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on. This was a lot longer than the last episode. Um, Typically, people tend to tune out after like the 45 minute range to an hour. It's a little bit different when you pull it off uh, video and put it on podcast. Um, people will listen for a little bit longer of time there. So I don't want to burn people out. Um, so hopefully you guys had a great time. I know I did. I appreciate each of you for coming on. Justin, I appreciate you for always being there for me and never letting me down. Of course, um, always be there, dude. <laughs> and never giving me up. Um, <laughs> never running around and deserting me. Um, sorry. I, I had to try to get somebody back with a Rick roll for, like, trolling us in chat. So hopefully it worked. Um, Thank you. Each of, oh, oh, 
okay, you you, you responded back to them. Um, yeah, it was response. Gotcha. Toki, where is it at, man? Oh, it's right. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Just give yep. a second. Because I had to go to the app. Hold on. Twitter. Twitter. dot com. You followed me? Oh, no. I don't know how to do this on desktop. Notifications. Toki. Uh, do I just send it to your um, your DM? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Follow Toki at. T. There we go. There yeah, we capital go. T. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Got it. All right, man. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, and we'll wrap it up there. Anybody else watching? Subscribe. Do all the good stuff. Donate to Justin because, um, I that's what he does. He's a Twitch streamer. I don't know. Um. And he's a pro player, and pro players don't make any money unless they win, and we'll, <laughs> we'll leave it there. Um, so we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. Thanks for having us. See you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>